record. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to the best music podcast ever? Ever. Available on six platforms: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, and more. You're listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with James Cox and Blake Mosley. Everybody, welcome to Win Words Hill Music Speak Podcast. I am your host, the professional handicapped, and I know my voice sounds like Scooter from the Muppets. And on the other end of the line, you will hear my co-host, who is the loudest guy in the room, only when he's playing the drums. The podcast internet sensation, and quite possibly this is the sexiest voice on the, over the internet. My friend and yours, Brosley. What's going on, dude? Hello, good sir. Hey, you know, just just because it sounds like uh, Scooter from the Muppets. Um, I mean, what if people are attracted to Scooter from the Muppets? There you go. Hey, if, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. therefore, I wouldn't have the sexiest voice on the internet. Well, and it's you, just a shared curse. Well, y- y- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. that okay, yeah, I agree. So, I yeah, mean, yeah, but, own it. But, own it. Just but see, own it. But see, me and you need to get it together and, and write a brand new intro because guess what year it is? It's a brand new year, 2021. It's a brand new year. 2020 new can go F itself. Nobody likes 2021. That's like the bad uncle at the party, you uh, know? Yeah, for real, dude. It's yeah. it's over with. We made it. We're moving on. Um, thankfully, I made it through 2021, or excuse me, through 2020 without getting COVID. Right, yeah. Um, yeah I'm thankful for that. Too. Although everyone, are, it feels like everyone around me has gotten it. Uh, work has been stressful because people are out sick with it. So yeah. it's uh, it's it's just one of those things. Um, we're gonna make it, and uh, here's a new year. We're gonna, you know, I don't know if you if you do resolutions or anything like that. I don't really do anything. I don't. Um, I, I you know I do want I do need to lose a little bit of weight just because I'd usually pack on a few pounds just. So so Halloween hit, so you got candy galore. Right. Um, so I and I love candy. So I eat a lot of candy for Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving. You know, there's a lot of uh, different events you you go to and you eat. You eat a ton of food. You eat a ton of sweets. My birthday is the first day of December. Right. Um, yeah. Everyone around me and my family has birthdays like right after. So there's multiple birthday events, cakes. Um, then you got uh, Christmas. So there's tons of events for Christmas. A lot of eating. A lot of desserts and sweets. Um, my mom's birthday is is uh new year's eve so there's more oh, cake there's more eating well, well, tell her happy birthday for me man i will i yeah, will it was uh, it was good we celebrated yeah. it um last week and uh so it's just a, it's a lot of food um, yeah. um i usually pack on a few pounds around this time of year so uh, i'm trying to get back in a uh, routine with working out um i'm actually going to try some p90x stuff at home until i get another gym membership dude, dude i heard That'll that starting wor- today I, I heard that works i heard that really really works yeah yeah. I, so here's the thing, and for those of you who don't know me, and, and me and James were talking about this briefly before we hit record, but I used to be almost 300 pounds, um, and I ended up uh, started uh, I started running a little bit, started working out, eating better. I lost like 90 pounds in like six months. Very wow. drastic change, yeah. and I was able to keep most of that off 
Um, I'm about 215 right now, so there's a little well, bit of weight. Spent. I'd like to lose. 10. Well, you are tall, aren't yeah. you? You're, you're like what, like not five really. ten? No, no, I'm I'm like five nine, so I'm okay. not really that tall. You're you're um, you're around my height, then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm 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 not really tall. Yeah. Uh, my nephew, who is 16, is much taller than I am. Yeah. Um, so he puts me to shame, but <laughs> it's all in the genes. Yeah, yeah man. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, so before I started losing weight, I actually did P90X briefly um with uh brian uh and uh you know it really wasn't that bad but that was before i started working out now i love working out and i've done crossfit and things like that so i i've i've done more extreme things so i don't have a gym membership at the moment i'm trying to wait for my work schedule to kind of even back out um where i can leave on time and hit the gym before i hit home go home and um so I'm going to try P90X today. I'm going to try. I'm starting to eat a little bit better. I'm trying to cut out sweets nice. as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. Uh, start working out Man, today. I've been drinking so. nothing but water and coffee. That that seems to be my bloodline yeah. right now. You know, water and the coffee. But but I can't stand the the uh, the, the the flavor of regular water. I got to have that um, flavor water. You know. Yeah. So, Do you drink seltzer water? I tried that. I didn't. I didn't really like it. But I buy those yeah. um, ice waters for like a dollar each. Man, they're yeah. so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they are so Allie's good. Allie's got me on the seltzer water. She she loves Aha's and Bubbly's and LaCroix and things like that. And I, I there was a few flavors that I would, I would enjoy, but for the most part, mm-hmm. I didn't really like them. But now they're starting to grow on me more. So, you know, trying to do better with that. Um, oh, update on the drum shed. Oh. We, update on the drum do shed. Do we have it made? Um, there's, a little bit of a, there's a little bit of an update. So I had Brian uh, come check out um the uh the shed over the weekend kind of you know hey man give me phase one for what i need to do right you know, how much is it going to cost me what, what are materials looking like um phase one it obviously includes the cleaning out process which is done cleaning up is the next thing i got to power wash some stuff in there uh clean out some vines that are kind of growing through the ceiling um but he, he took a look at things and we went to Lowe's last night to get some lumber for a different project that Allie has going on right now. Her brother's going to build us an entertainment center. But while we were there, I was like, Hey, what, uh, what else do I need to look for right now? So I can kind of budget out. Allie's all for it. She wants to budget it and try to get a game plan together. So we yeah. looked at materials and, uh, so it's a start. It's something. It's a start. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a start. Hopefully within the next yeah. month we can buy those materials and, you know, me and Brian get started on that and complete phase one so we can work on the other parts of it. Maybe maybe by the summertime, I'll have a drum shed. Nice. Yeah. That'd yeah. be great. That'd be great. Get yeah. you some um, drum covers done. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm working on my, YouTube, my drum YouTube channel. Um, I'm kind of, uh, what I'm going to do, so I have a new phone. I can't use it yet because I don't have a case for it. Yeah. <laughs> But I got an iPhone 12. I heard the sound quality on that for taking videos, uh, in particular drum videos, without using mics is actually supposed to be pretty good. Nice. Um, so what I'm going to do is at church, I'm just going to start recording practices. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Playthroughs at church and things like that and kind of get that up and running. So right. um, I'll have an update on that soon. Okay. Maybe we can put those on, on the uh... – uh, when we're sale uh, YouTube channel, that'd be great. Absolutely, yeah. that'd be that'd be awesome. Uh, now going back to your birthday uh, birthdays, um, many birthdays that you've uh, experienced in the you know last year. I have a birthday tomorrow. You do? I do. I'm gonna be 41 years old, man. That's that's 41 years on this earth, dude. That's nice, man. 
Well, happy, happy early birthday to thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what else. I think I'm going to, well, well, I have to work tomorrow. So, and oh, then, yeah, yeah, but that's all right because, you know, it is what it is, right? It is what it is, man. Yeah. But after that, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm probably going to come home and watch the uh, season three of Cobra Kai. Oh, that yeah. Is so, uh, great. We were, we were trying to get some recommendations on, uh, on new shows to watch, and I was told to watch Cobra Kai. So, I'll have yes, to throw that in there. Please in the watch it. Okay. So whatever you plan to watch now, skip it and watch Cobra Kai. <laughs> Honestly, it's like we'll the, do. We, the best Netflix show ever. I don't. Okay, we so, just finished Yellowstone and it was like blowing my mind. So now we need something else yeah, to watch. So yeah, yeah, I heard that uh, that they took off um, uh, the Office on on uh, on Netflix, but that but that's, <sighs> yeah. that's that's a bittersweet because I'm sad to see you go, but it's Cobra Kai all the way, dude, all the way. Yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Watch that first before anything else. So, okay, you'll, we'll do. You'll, we'll you'll, do. I think we need to go back and like revisit the Karate Kid movies. Yes. Um, yes. And then we'll watch those. But yeah, I, I'm I'm totally up for that. Gives us something to do. I I, I haven't seen Cobra Kai season three yet, but but I heard rumors. You know how that works out. That uh, right. that the enemy uh, on uh, Karate Kid three is in this new season. Making a comeback. Yeah, yes, yes. So sweet. Well, well, uh, the the enemy and, and uh and the girlfriend in uh in a uh, to get three is in this one. So hopefully it is. You know. Cool stuff. So, uh, so me and Blake Brosley, I'm you know I would say that uh have decided to do industrial metal this time. Yeah. So this is, this is gonna be a really really fun episode for us, and hopefully, um. You'll like it too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do you want me to tell the good people what it is? Absolutely. Go right ahead, sir. All right. Industrial metal is a fusion of heavy metal music and industrial music, obviously, right? <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, typ- typically, employing repeating metal guitar riffs, sampling, synthesizers, or, or sequencer lines, and distorted vocals. Prominently, in industrial metal acts include Ministry, Godflesh, KMFDM, and Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. Uh, industrial metal developed in the late eight, 1980s as industrial and metal became, be, began to fuse into a common jo- genre. Uh, industrial metal did well throughout the 90s, uh, particularly in North America. With the success of groups such as Nine Inch Nails, and the industrial metal movement began to fade in the later half of the nineties. Started but, phased in and then phased out, you know. Yeah, but and and it's funny how history kind of repeats itself because you hear a lot of newer metal bands, metalcore, whatever, any any subgenre of of heavy metal music now. You hear a lot of influence from Nine Inch Nails, yeah. uh, Ministry, and things like that. Um, I would say most notably, as far as a new metal uh, act goes, Motionless and White draws a lot of influence from. Okay. I haven't um, heard much of them, but I, but from what I did hear, I you know I get the feeling that they took took uh, took notes from yeah. from like like Nine Inch Nails vibe. Yeah, I I love motionless and white um you should do some reaction videos to some of their music videos okay um 
Now I will, I will, I know everybody always says this. I was more of a fan of Motionless and White when they first came out. Oh, okay. Um, kind of like, okay. first two EPs, first yeah. full length. I liked a little bit of the second full length. And then from there, I could only find like one or two songs on the albums that they put out over the past few years that I genuinely liked. Right. Um, but they, you know, there's a lot of Marilyn Manson sounds in there. A lot of Rob Zombie sounds. They actually do a cover of Dragula. That's really good. Uh, but, um, and even there's a live video of them covering, uh, one step closer by Lincoln park and it's phenomenal. Uh, but motionless of white definitely carries a lot of this industrial metal influence in their music today. And it's, it's just opening up a new fan base for these, these, these kids that maybe didn't listen to the nineties groups that kind of started this whole thing. So it's, it's just, it's cool, man. It's, it's making a huge comeback in the world of heavy metal. And, um, but you have to acknowledge the pioneers, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so we gathered four um, pioneers, but um, we're not done with this genre. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go back late sometime this year and do, do the for sure uh, sequence of, of most of these bands that we did last year. But, uh, but these are the bands that, you know, that we really thought that should be talked about. And um, you know, because most of these bands, me and me and you grew up grew up with, you know. Yeah. So, so. Uh, you want to take the first one? Yeah, I'll take the first one. Okay. Um, so first one we're going to talk about today is White Zombie. We talked about Rob Zombie briefly. So White Zombie was White Zombie was Rob Zombie's band before he went solo. Uh, White Zombie was an American heavy metal band that formed in 1985. Based in New York City, White Zombie was originally a noise rock band and was known for its later uh, heavy metal-oriented sound. Their best-known songs include uh, Thunder Kiss 65, mm. Black Sunshine, and More Human Than Human. Yes. Uh, the group officially disbanded in 1988. Uh, in 2000, White Zombie was included on VH1's 100 Greatest Artists of Hard, of hard Rock, ranking at number 56. I remember watching that one time, the the vh1 special about that right and uh as much as i love rob rob zombie there's there's so many white zombie songs that i just can't get enough of right uh thunder kiss 65 being one of those just that riff you know that riff actually is a big influence for a lot of new metal that came about because they there was another vh1 documentary series i watched on the history of heavy metal and they talked about the money riff and how Pantera always had a money riff. Right. Um, and it was kind of based on that, dun, 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 you know, and it just repeats and carries the whole song. And the whole thing is based around that. And you can write so many, just it just grooved so well. And the visuals that white zombie had with the horror influence, um, we definitely could have talked about white zombie on our, uh, horror rock episode right yeah yeah but uh so the visuals the live show uh they had a female bassist you didn't see a lot of that in yeah. the 90s it was just it was just cool right and especially in heavy metal music so um but yeah are you are you more of a fan of white zombie or rob zombie definitely white zombie because i thought i think that they had more of a uh impact than than rob zombie rob zombie came from white zombie so Right. Obviously, White Zombie impacted Rob Zombie in such a way that he had to um, carry it out yeah. to the fullest extent. Yeah, but uh, right. uh, White Zombie, um, yeah, White Zombie was a band that I grew up with. I will always love them. 
Um, Astroquake yeah. is my favorite album. I think it's, I think it's the pivotal album that actually brought him to life. Um, yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah. I I, I love some White Zombie, man. This and uh, they had some songs on. I think Thunder Kiss '65 was on the very first Guitar Hero. Yes, and, uh, yes, it was like my go-to song that I always wanted to play, just because of that riff. <laughs> right, <laughs> that was. But uh, so most notable band members from Rob Zom- uh, excuse me, White Zombie. Uh, obviously, Rob Zombie did doing lead vocals. Sean, I'm gonna have a hard time with these last names. Uh, Yuzo- Sean, Yuzolt or something. Yuzolt, yeah. something yeah. like that. On Sorry. the bass. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Younger on guitars and then John Tempesta on the drums. Yes. Um, and their in their career they released um, Soul Crusher in 1987, Make Them Die Slowly in 1989, Los Cristo Devil uh, Devil Music Volume One in 1992, and then finally Astro Creep in 2000. Uh, or excuse me, Astro Creep 2000 that was released in 1995. Right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute. He didn't, yeah. Right, wait a uh, second. Wait. wait. Um, <laughs> but they released two remixed albums, two compilation albums, and four EPs. Uh, but needless to say, White Zombie, White Zombie, even in the short career that people considered him to have, and then it being outshadowed by Rob Zombie's solo career, just was such a pivotal and heavily influenced band that carried on in a subgenre that lasts even to this day. Right. Um, the thing about Rob Zombie, White Zombie is I think they're one in the same uh, entity because every time Rob Zombie comes out with the greatest hits record or album, um, yeah, he, he always includes White Zombie uh, songs, you know? Yeah. Oh, and, and anytime he plays live, yes, he does. Any, yeah, he does yeah. Thunder Kiss, he does Black Sunshine, and he does More Human Than Human. So even he, but and Rob Zombie has even acknowledged he's like, why would why would people who bought my newest album who they don't know any of the songs why would they come to a show just to hear me play nothing but new music? Right, they want to hear the songs that they have grown up loving and knowing. So I'm gonna play stuff from white zombie that's yeah. that's how people knew me i can't erase the past like even if i'm tired of playing these songs this is what people want to hear so it's it's cool and then if you've got someone like john five in your band too that plays that's, it's just that, he's yeah, gonna that, make those songs sound even better yeah than and, when they were originally done and he does you know yeah for sure um i can't okay so i'm trying to look up why they broke up in in ninety five, uh, I get. I think they broke up in ninety five, right? Yeah, I think it's in ninety five. And I'm not sure why they broke up. I'm trying to look at it right now, but I can't seem to. Officially disbanded it. in nineteen ninety eight. Excuse me. Nin- I had to okay. Read over the notes okay. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure why, but uh, but I'm not sure why either. But you know, I think I think ninety eight is whenever uh Rob Zombie's first solo album came out as well. So maybe it had something to do with he was just ready to go solo. Yeah. Yeah, man, but but uh, and and the fact that John Five is uh, is an amazing guitarist, uh, White Zombie's guitarist Jay is a monster on the guitar. For real, you know, I, yeah. It, if it wasn't for him playing it, I don't think we would hear, you know, uh, Thunder Kiss and Black Sunshine and and, and possibly it's more. It's the money riff. Possibly more. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the money riff, no doubt. Exactly, exactly. Um, cool. So, uh. Yeah, they released a lot of a lot of uh, 
they, yeah, for, for, for the remix albums, they released two of them, and uh, and I just can't get into it, you know. I don't know what yeah. it is about remix albums, but I can't really get into it's it. It's very, much. very rarely do I find a remix album that I actually listen to. One of them being, and if we're talking about industrial metal, maybe maybe Linkin Park falls more in the uh, new metal category. But yeah. The, uh, yeah. One of the only remix albums that I actually listened to repeatedly was the remixed. Uh, it was called Reanimation. Was that the one with remixed the, album with of Jay-Z? Hybrid Theory? Okay. Um, no, actually, no, that was another one. So oh, okay. Linkin Park's got two under their belt. So, yeah, yeah they did the, the mashup album with Jay-Z, Collision yeah. Course, but then oh, Linkin Park has yeah. – it's amazing. You're right. Um, but they have a album called Reanimation, and it's the cover looks awesome, especially if you're into, like, Gundam and stuff like that. It's like this Gundam robot thing on the front. Right. But it's completely remixed songs, redone, reimagined. They brought in a bunch of guest vocalists, uh, but it's a remix of Hybrid Theory. Um, and it's got like, you know, Jonathan Davis does part of a song on there. Aaron Lewis is on one of the songs. Uh, they got a guy from Puddle of Mud on one of the songs. Uh, it, it's, it's, and then a bunch of rappers like joined in. It's just so cool. Reanimation's great. I know we weren't even talking about Linkin Park, but right. <laughs> um, yeah. as far as remix album goes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, the next band we're going to talk about is one of my all-time favorite bands because I've seen them live countless times. Nice. It's Static X. Yeah. So Static X is an American heavy metal band from L.A., California, formed mm-hmm. in 94. The lineup has fluctuated over the years, but was long held consistent with the band founder, a man vocalist, Wayne Static, until 2004, when she passed away. Yeah. Uh, the band was founded by Wayne Static and original drummer Ken Jay. They rose to fame with their 99 album, Wisconsin Death Trip, which was a bad album to mess around with. Ooh. Yes, sir. Where their heavy metal industrial sound attracted attention with the Bergen new metal movement in the late 90s. With the album eventually going platinum in the United States, the band released five more albums over the course of the next de- decade. Machine in 2001, Shadow Zone in 2003, Star Wars in 2005, Cannibal, which is an underrate, uh, under, underrated album, came out in 2007, and Coat of Static is the last one in 2009. The band entered a hiatus while St- Wayne Static worked on his solo album Pick Hammer in 2011. Static briefly reformed Static X in 2012, using only members of his solo uh, album Torn Band, before officially breaking up in June 2013. On November 1st, 2014, uh, Wayne Static tragically passed at the age of 48. The rest of the the original Static X lineup, bassist Tony Campos, guitarist Konichi Koichi Fukuda, and drummer Ken Jay announced on October 23rd, 2018, they, they were reforming the band in Static's honor and would release Project Regeneration Volume 1 as their first studio album in 11 years in 2020. Question. Answer. Before, Hopefully. Before <laughs> we pr- proceed. Yeah. All right. So I remember I wasn't a huge Static X fan. Um, I liked Static X. Uh you know the, the the main the main songs that you heard you know on like Headbangers Ball and stuff like that and they did Wayne Static did a song with Linkin Park too as part of like one of those remix songs right um but 
with uh, with Wayne Static's death and the reemerging of Static X, they premiered a picture, I believe, and like a music video that they were coming back, and that the replacement singer would be wearing a mask that resembled Wayne Static's face. Correct. Uh, do you remember that? Yes, sir. And everybody lost their mind about who who was it, who was the mysterious guy underneath the mask. Did you not think that the mask was, like, super unsettling, though? Like, I was so creeped out by that <laughs> that mask. And uh, it was, like, more terrifying than any Slipknot, Mushroom Head, uh, any of those bands that wear masks. Like, that was terrifying to me. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was unsettling, but I understand why they did it. But then again, yeah. I'm like, that's really messed up. <laughs> you know, it's just, it was just yeah. weird, man. Right. But, um, yeah, anyway, so, continue. So, the lead singer, the one you're talking about, his name is Zero, X E R Zero. Okay. Yes. Who did the leading lead vocals, rhythm guitar for the band Static X in 2019 and onward? You know, uh, I don't know if you heard of the guy called Ed, Ed Zero Dope. Uh, from, oh, uh, yeah. from the band Dope? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy, easy word. I just can't think about it. Yeah. yeah he, um, I remember, yes. Yeah, so the band Dope is a band um, that toured with uh, Static X for a long time. Yeah. And I think that they got him, possibly, possibly him, but, you know, yeah. obviously he he said that he is a new Static X um, frontman. It's 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 mm. it's okay. but he sounds just like him. I don't know how he did it, but I mean that's that's cool though. Yeah. So I I think the the reason why they made that mask though, to answer your question, finally and foremost, is uh because they want the the music to be uh, to be remembered that Wayne Static did it, not Ed So Dope anymore. You know. Right. And right. I and I think that they made the mask to cover up Ed So Dope's face. You know, because they want the tradition of Wayne Static being on stage with them, you know, to, yeah. to answer well, your question. Yeah, iconic. Yeah, yeah, and he was very iconic. Yeah, that crazy style here that, you know, that, that was like, I don't know, four feet from, from his, from his yeah. head. A lot of product. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and it always took him 20 minutes to do that. So, yeah. but, um, but the former members is Trip and Tyson lead, lead guitars from 20, 2000 to 2005. Nick Oshiro, uh, drums, uh, 2003-2009. Britt Ashley, bass, 2012. Andy the Kid, bass again, 2012-2013. And Diego Labara, lead guitar, from 2012-2013. to 2013. Sean Davison, drums, same, 2012-2013. I think that was his um, uh, Pig Hammer group, you know. Gotcha. And, yeah, then, uh, and, then, uh, yeah, and then, obviously, Wayne Static. Um, he did lead guitar, uh, lead vocals, keyboards, programming from twenty um, from uh, ninety four to two thousand thirteen, and then yeah. they had two touring members, Will Hunt, drums to in two thousand nine, and and Bevan Davis, drummer uh, two thousand nine to twenty ten, and yeah. and uh, yeah, they had amazing amazing albums. Um, my favorite one was Shadow Zone, um, only because of the song "The Only." I don't know if you heard it, but you have to hear that. Um, okay, 
I'll check it out. I'm not familiar with that one, I don't believe. Yeah. Whenever they did Kota Static, um, it wasn't well received because that wasn't the, the original band, you know. Yeah. Tony and Tony and Koichi and uh and uh Ken J. So uh they released one live album, one compilation album, four video albums and one extended play. So they're they were really a thing to the and uh and uh Wayne Static always considered their their music evil disco instead of industrial metal. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh well I, I'm down, you know. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that so was, cool. That's instead to get for you. So good band. Good band. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, would you like me to take the next one here? Next one here, we're gonna talk about Ramstein. Ramstein, Ramstein, whatever however so, you pronounce it. <laughs> so I uh I, I reacted to the to the video Du Host and I and I yep. pronounced it Ramstein with a little like a little sentence. And I I was told that I was correct in, in my pronunciation. So it's Ramstein. Well, I am um I am oh, from the south. We are here, so least. It's Ramstein, baby. I am a hick. If you haven't noticed already, I'm <laughs> from the south, and I've got a super thick accent. Right. So I'm gonna say Ramstein. Oh no, <laughs> dude! That's how I always you're I know it. You're, you're dead to me now, dude. You're fired. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna have to get over it. Ramstein. Ramstein. No, yeah. Rams. I'm. I'll. All right. I'll do Ramstein. Okay. All right. Um, We're having so Ramstein from Germany, obviously. Yeah. German heavy metal band formed in Berlin in 1994. The band's lineup consisting of, all right, I'm really going to mess these names up. That's fine. The band's lineup consisting of lead vocalist Till Lindemann, yeah. lead guitarist Richard Krups, yep. rhythm guitarist Paul Landers, bassist Oliver Riedel, Rydell maybe, drummer Christoph, uh, Christoph Schneider, and keyboardist Christian Flake Lorenz has remained unchanged throughout their history. Never mm. had a lot of change. Been the same group of guys since that's, '94. That's unique, man. It's very, yeah, very rare. I've never heard that, that, that ever happening ever. Yeah. Um, their approach to songwriting has also remained unchanged, with Lindemann writing and singing the lyrics over instrumental pieces that the rest of the band have completed beforehand. Prior to their formation, some members were associated with the punk rock acts Feeling B and First Arsh. Uh, after winning a local contest, Ramstein were able to record demos and send them to different record labels, eventually signing with Motor Music. Working with producer Jacob Hellner, they released their debut album, Herzlead, in 1995. Uh, though the album sold poorly at first, the band gained popularity through their live performances, and the album eventually reached number six in Germany. Their second album, Sunshut. <laughs> was released in 1997 and debuted at number one in Germany, resulting yeah, in a worldwide that. tour lasting nearly four years and spawning the successful singles Engel and Du Haas mm. uh, and the live album Live Aus Berlin in 1999. Following the tour, Ramstein signed with major label Universal Music and released Mutter in 2001. Six singles were released from the album, all charting in countries throughout Europe. Uh, the lead single... Son uh, reached number two in Germany. Ramstein released Rise, I guess is the best way to pronounce it, Rise, Reese, Rise, in 2004, yeah, yeah. and yeah. had two more singles that reached number two in Germany, Mind Teal and America. The former song, uh, the former song reached number one in Spain, becoming mm. their first number one single. Nice. Their fifth album, Rosenrot, was released in 2005, and the lead single, Benzen, reached number six in Germany. Their second live album, Volkerball, 
was released in 2006. Uh, the band then released their sixth album, Lieb, uh, excuse me, Lieb ist für all da <laughs> in 2009 uh, with its lead single, Forgive Me, uh, uh, becoming their first number one hit in Germany despite having a controversial music video that featured hardcore pornography. Mm. Whoops. Whoops. Uh, the, band had, <laughs> the band then entered a recording, uh, recording hiatus and toured for several more years. Releasing the Made in um, in Germany Greatest Hits album. Excuse me, I read that wrong. Releasing the Made in Germany Greatest Hits album, as well as the Ramstein in America and Paris live albums. After a decade with new music, Ramstein returned in 2019 with the song Deutschland, uh, which became their second number one hit in Germany. Their untitled seventh studio album was released in May of 2019 and reached number one in 14 countries. So they're doing pretty good. Yes. Uh, um, Ramstein were one of the first bands to emerge with the new Dutch heart genre um, with their debut album leading the music press to coin the term. Uh, and their style of music has generally had a positive reception from music critics. Mm. Commercially, the band have been very successful, earning many number one albums as well as gold and platinum certifications in countries around the world. Their grand live performances, which often feature pyrotechnics, super cool, have played a part of their popularity growth. Despite success, the band have been subject to some controversies, makes sense, uh, with their overall image having been subject to criticism. For instance, the song Ik tu der we <laughs> forced its uh, parent album Lieb East for Alada uh, to be re-released in Germany with the song removed due to its sexually explicit lyrics. They have been known to push the limits uh, with a lot of their music um, and as we've mentioned before, had a music video with a lot of hardcore porno- uh, pornography in it. So you kind of asked for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Asking for people to be like, hey. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so I, I'm not a huge fan of this band just because I, I there's not a lot of songs that I've I, I love Du Host obviously that's yeah, song. Where that's, yeah. Um, and then Motionless and White that we talked about earlier uh, has covered that song also right um, and it's very good they did it for one of the Punk Goes 90s albums oh nice um, but uh, yeah so uh, let's talk about the members here that have never changed uh, <laughs> Phil Litteman on the vocals and harmonica uh, Richard Cripps on the lead guitar and backing vocals, Paul Landers on rhythm guitar and backing vocals, Oliver Rydell on the bass, Christoph Schneider uh, on the drums and percussion, and then finally Christian Flake Lorenz on the keyboards, samples, synthesizers, trumpet, uh, programming. He's the one that's responsible for this industrial Everything sound. else, right. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. So you can thank Mr. Flake. <laughs> um, so... Over the years, I'm going to repronounce, uh, try to repronounce, repronounce? Re- uh, try to yeah. pronounce these songs <laughs> one more time. Uh, Herzlide in, so sorry, in 1995. Sunshut in 1997. Mutter, got that one, in 2001. Yeah. Rise, Rise in 2004. Rosenrot in 2005. Lieb ist für alle da. <laughs> in 2009. And then finally, Untitled. Thank you for naming it Untitled. Yes, in 2019. thank you. Uh, they've released three live albums, two compilation albums, and two box sets, actually. Wow. So a lot of material to, to work off of there. So I found out uh, a very good uh, fun fact that it is uh, um, 
Tell Linderman's birthday today, January 4th. Oh, today? Today, Oh, well, yeah. I'm sure he's listening. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. He is 58 years old. <laughs> man, he looks like 34. He's outdoing me, man. Those yeah. dudes are ripped. He's shredded, dude. Those are so in shape. I, like I tell you what you need to do. They're pushing 60. You need to get, okay, so I'm I'm sure that uh, Till Linderman's put out his, his, his workout video on online. You need to follow his, his thing to the T. And you'll be sure to yeah. like him in no time. I'll be speaking German before you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but uh, uh, these guys have, you know, they came out in 95 and made a right. made a, a, a tremendous impact on the world of metal. You know, not just industrial metal, metal itself, you know. So, right. But they did have an issue with their first album artwork. Um. If 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 you didn't know, uh, they had their um, they had their their. It looks like they're outside the outside of the field, and with their shirts mm-hmm. off, and to the media, it looks like they're they're saying that Germany is superior to everyone else, which is not oh. true. So that's why they can't. They re-released their 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 album covers with just their faces on it. Gotcha. So, Screw you, Germany. I'm right. just kidding. No, no we that. love Germany. We Actually, love Germany. We love Germany. Actually, you know, whenever we did the Spotify uh like wrapped thing, yeah. Uh for not religious, like our our German listeners went up. Nice. <laughs> for some reason. Nice. I don't yeah. even know why. Right. But uh it was it's very strange. And um so yes, Germany. Nice. Love yeah. you. <laughs> and I, I I've always wanted to see them live because they have a fantastic uh show because they are um, uh, the pyro techniques, like like yeah. masters of pyro, and they yeah shoot. they go all out. Yeah, yeah, they were banned from America for for a little while because um when when uh I guess the government saw that they that they flamed fire above the cross, they're like ah oh, we can't nope you gotta <laughs> you gotta go man yeah but uh oh. but thankfully that their um that their band is lifted now so they can come to America anytime they want to and I'm gonna go come on back man come on yeah, back yeah let's do yeah. it yeah but um I do have a okay so so since you said you haven't heard much from from um Rammstein uh I do have one song that I want everybody to check out it's uh, it's, uh, it's off their album Rosenrot to the 2005 album, I'm not gonna pronounce this because I'll butcher, I'll slaughter it. But it's no, but it's track number nine, Yo Kiro Puta. I guess that's that's the um. You're lying, man. So yeah, but there, uh, but the uh, I'm not gonna um say the uh uh the English translation because that's not you know I mean, <laughs> it, well okay I'll I'll, I'll I'll just leave it out. It's called I love you. That's the. Uh. That's the uh yeah. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to bleep out mine too for the single. There you I go. Believe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Rammstein was named by uh, they got their name off the Rammstein uh, German Air Force Base that burned a long time ago. Okay. So that's their that's their history of the name. Uh, great oh, band. Um. Yeah. I'm shocked that they haven't that they haven't changed out members. Same members, so, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not you, very often you hear about that. Yeah, can you imagine the fights and, you know, I mean, holy crap, you know. They've oh, been God. through a lot together, yeah. so. I guess that's the real brotherhood the whole, like, of a, uh, that, that's the definition of, of, of a true brotherhood right there. 
you know. I bet they're super nice too. I bet they're just like the sweetest, kindest people. Yeah, most you know, most of our people are the exact opposite sometimes. But when you see this, this big old shredded dude, you know, it's like the nicest. Yeah. Per, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then like you get like the Christian. I've got I've got personal stories of like Christian artists that I've witnessed like being just complete douchebags. Right. Um, so just that just goes to show you cannot judge a book by its cover. No, you cannot. Um, and most of the time, the guys in these bands, uh, these death metal bands, are like the sweetest people and would do anything for you. And then the Christian artists are the ones that you're like, wow, you're a total jerk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, we're this next band we're talking about is uh, is actually. I've heard a lot of really good things about the lead singer of this band, how nice he is. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, because I was always uh, so, that because he just looks like a complete, you know. I heard uh, he's nice. I heard yeah. he's a very okay. sweet guy. Cool, cool. Well, that's good. Um, so, so Nine Inch him. Nails. Yeah, like Nine Inch Nails. We talk about like the mecca of industrial music in the 90s. Like Nine Inch Nails led the charge, man. Like it's, uh, you see so much of the influence of Nine Inch Nails and all these bands now. Um, also, oddly enough, they did a mashup for... Did you watch Captain Marvel? I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember she was wearing... So Captain Marvel, if you don't know, took place in the 90s, um, and uh, she actually wears a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt for a majority of the movie. Um, oh. To which... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Nine Inch Nails actually did a partner ship a little mashup with Marvel and released a Captain Marvel themed Nine Inch Nail shirt that I want to get really <laughs> yeah, bad. Nice. Allie really wants it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Nine Inch Nails, commonly abbreviated as N-I-N and stylized as N-I and then a backwards N, uh, which is the symbol you see everywhere on everybody's trucks and t-shirts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, an American industrial rock band formed in 1988 in Cleveland, Ohio. Singer, sing, uh, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and producer Trent Reznor, very nice guy from what I've heard, was the only permanent member of the band until the official addition of English musicians, uh, excuse me, English musician Atticus Ross in 2016. The band's debut album, Pretty Hate Machine, in 1989, was released uh, via TVT Records. After feuding with TVT about how to promote the album, Reznor signed with Interscope Records and released the EP Broken in 1992. The following Nine Inch Nails albums, The Downward Spiral, amazing, um, in 1994, and The Fragile in 1999 were released to critical acclaim and commercial success. Following a hiatus, Nine Inch Nails resumed touring in 2005 and released their fourth album, With Teeth, which is very good, very good for a comeback album. Uh, in 2005, following the release of Year Zero in 2007, uh, Res, uh, Trent Reznor left Interscope after another feud. Uh, Nine Inch Nails continued touring and independently released Ghosts 1 through 4 in 2008 and The Slip in 2008, uh, excuse me, also in 2008, before a second hiatus. Their eighth album, Hesitation Marks, in 2013 was followed by a trilogy consisting of the EP's Not the Actual Events in 2016 and Add Violence in 2017 with their ninth album, Bad Witch, in 2018. In 2020, Nine Inch Nails released two further installments of the Ghost series, uh, Ghosts 5, Together, and then Ghosts 6, Locusts. When touring, Reznor typically assembles a live band to perform with him under Nine Inch Nails' name. Not including sporadic band hiatuses, this 
this live band has varied over the decades, with the most recent lineup consisting of Robin Fink, who initially joined in 1994, Alessandro Cortini, who initially joined in 2005, and Elon Rubin, who initially joined in 2009, uh, alongside Reznor and Ross. Funny story about Elon Rubin. Um, He's also been in some other bands you might have heard of. He played drums for Lost Prophets for like the latter half of their career. Um, but he currently plays drums in Angels and Airwaves. Um, and I follow him on Instagram. He's a very good drummer. Uh, the band's concerts are noted uh, for their extensive use of thematic, thematic visual elements, complex special effects, and elaborate lighting. Songs are often rearranged to fit any given performance, and melodies or lyrics of songs that are not scheduled to be performed are sometimes assimilated into other songs. Nine Inch Nails has sold over 20 million records and have been nominated for 13 Grammy Awards, winning for the songs Wish in 1992 and Happiness in in Slavery in 1996. Time Magazine named Reznor one of its most influential people in 1997, while Spin Magazine once described him as the most vital artist in music. In 2004, Rolling Stone placed Nine Inch Nails at number 94 on its list of 100 greatest artists of all time. What a huge honor. Um, Nine Inch Nails were nominated for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2014, their first year of eligibility. Mm. They were nominated again in 2015 and in 2020, with the latter resulting in an an induction. Um, So they made it. Uh, So official members, as we said before, Trent Reznor on guitar and backing vocals. Um, He he backs his own vocals. He does everything. everything. (laughs) Guitars, bass, keyboards, synthesizer, saxophone, piano, programming, drums, percussion, you name it, he does it. Uh, and then the other, the only other official members being Atticus Ross on the synth and keyboards, programming, vocals. Um, and then Robin Fink again on guitars and synth and keyboards. Lap steel, that's interesting. Violin and backing vocals kind of off and on throughout the years right. uh, with their hiatuses thrown in there. And then, again, Elon Rubin, a uh, super cool drummer, um, backing vocals, also very good at playing the bass, guitars, cello, keyboards. He actually has a solo project where he plays guitar and sings. Um, but let's go over these albums again. Uh, Pretty Hate Machine in 1989, Broken in uh, the EP uh, in 1992, Downward Spiral. That is probably the most influential of all these albums um, featuring songs like... Um, uh, I want to eat you like an animal. Like an animal, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. March of the Pigs and stuff like that. Um, So uh, that was in 94. The Fragile in 99. With Teeth in 2005. Year Zero in 2007. Ghosts 1 through 4, 2008. Slip in 2008. Hesitation Marks 2013. Not the Actual Events EP in 2016. Add Violence in 2017. Bad Witch 2018. Ghosts. Five together in 2020 and also go six locusts in 2020 they released one live album three video albums six eps three mi- remixed albums and one box set a lot of material that nine inch nails has collected over the years mm-hmm. and uh, plenty for you to listen to i also think that he owns i i could be wrong about this but i think trent reznor actually owns the door he does that the Manson family wrote uh, pigs, pigs yeah, and yeah. blood. Yeah, he does. He I does because I saw that. that door. Yeah, because I saw the uh, like the like the little documentary of the Manson family and uh, 
Yeah. 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 So he he recorded one of those albums and just took the door because he because he could because it was his door because <laughs> he could yeah because he had the money and, he, and he's well technically strange, yeah, nice guy yeah yeah I I will tell you this one thing though um uh, before we go oh um I don't know if anybody knows but the uh, the album fixed is a broken uh, remix album so that's a very good album uh. that we haven't talked about but uh but uh, nice. ba- back to my fun fact. Um, my friend saw him um, live one time, and um, and uh, he said that that um, that Trent Reznor just walked out. Right, you wouldn't imagine he he like dresses up for shows. This dude came out in a Bermuda shorts and a Hawaiian shirt and flip flops. <laughs> nice, yeah. I can see that. So yeah, well, I, I don't think that he really cared what he wore out to the thing because because how comfortable can you be you know i mean you're certain resident of course you, you know people yeah. are expected to dress all dark and you know nasty for the shows because because being at a being at the uh dying in snow show on, on I, I i i've seen youtube videos and that's that's a really yeah uh powerful dark show he just walks out with a with the hawaiian shirt bermuda shorts and flip-flops I'm like, how great is that? You know? But you know, when you're Trent Reznor, you can do whatever the crap you want to do. Right, I mean, you're Trent uh, Reznor, oh, so... and also, what a lot of people don't know, a lot of people know the song Hurt by Johnny Cash. <laughs> yes, that was... they don't know that that was a Nine Inch Nails song that was featured also on the Downward Spiral. Right. And um, I, it I, sounds very different, <clears throat> but it is it is originally a Nine Inch Nails song that Johnny Cash covered. And I heard that Trent Reznor gave this song to Johnny Cash because he yeah. covered it so well. So it's, uh, right. so it's officially a Johnny Cash song now. It's so. an amazing song. It's an amazing cover, and I do like it better than Nine Inch Nails. Yes, and that's very, very hard to do. That's yeah. where it came from. Yeah. Right. yeah, and that's very hard to, to do a cover song better than the original artist. For sure. You know, so... Okay, so uh, we thank y'all for for listening to this episode on industrial metal. Um, we have an interview coming up uh, Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. So be sure to check that out. And until next time, we will see y'all later. Yep. Take care. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, man. You've been listening to the When Words Fail, Music Speaks podcast. Stay tuned for more, and thank you for listening.